Does your listing description make your target market think, wow, this is the place for me? If it doesn't, or if you're not sure, you need to stick around because in this episode, I'm going to be sharing some of my best tips for writing a badass listing description that appeals to your guests emotionally so that they want to book from you. This episode is going to have a lot of info. So if you're listening in the car or out on a walk and you are worried about not keeping up, I've got you covered. I've got a download for you to use so that you'll have all the tips in front of you when you're ready. Hey there, you're listening to the Savvy Host Podcast. If you're a vacation rental host struggling with branding, marketing, automations, and well, all the things, then you're in the right place. I'm Jody Bourne, a vacation rental coach, marketing strategist, and a guest at more than 50 vacation rentals and counting. And I'm excited to open the door to my office, share practical tips, tools, and strategies that will help you differentiate your property, attract more bookings, and create raving fans. So if you're ready to become a savvy host, let's hang out. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I am going to be sharing lots of details about how to write a badass listing description. I write a ton of listing descriptions. I love to write. It's one of my passions. So it actually comes pretty easy for me. But I know after dealing with a ton of clients and reading a lot of listing descriptions that it's not easy for everybody. The first thing I want you to do when you are writing your listing description is think about your specific guest avatar. A lot of people do not have specific guest avatars. They have a target market or a niche, and there's a big difference between those things. I will definitely be sharing in a future episode more details about the perfect guest avatar. But for now, if you check out my show notes, I am going to have a link to my perfect guest avatar workbook that can help you with this. And that's crucial to all the marketing that you're going to be doing. Once you have your guest avatar in mind, and if you don't have that yet, think just of the people that like to book your property and try to narrow your focus. Now I want you to think about also using some words that are from your customers. This is called voice of customer. And so you can read reviews and and write down and think about some of the words that they're using in their reviews, whether it's a review that's written down or, or feedback that you get from the guests while they're there. Think about those things as you're going through these exercises, because that's going to help you understand and know what's important to your guests. And it could be a different perspective, right? If you already have a listing description that you feel pretty confident with, you can start with that and then do some editing. I call this finessing, or you can put that aside and start from scratch with these tips. The first thing I want you to do is start jotting down, brainstorming a list of keywords that you want to use, not only in your listing, but how you describe your experience and how you want people to think about your property and your experience. So first think about words that are specific adjectives that just kind of describe your brand or your your experience and your property. So those words could be like cozy or spacious or secluded or beachfront. You know those words that you want to use, and you know the words that really appeal to your target market. 
So make a list of those words, run it through a quick Google search and see what synonyms you can come up with. Or as you're brainstorming, maybe you think of secluded and then you realize secluded could also be private or serene or relaxing. Remember, we're just brainstorming right now. All of these words are not going to go into your listing. Now I want you to think about your amenities and pay special attention to the amenities that appeal to your target market. So you don't need to list every single amenity, but those amenities that are special that you've paid special attention to. And some of those amenities could be the hospitality-based amenities, like your welcome basket, those kind of things. Now, I just want you to list those, but then I want you to go back through them and add concrete descriptions to each of those words. And a concrete description means instead of beautiful tree, that's a generic description. A concrete description paints a picture of the tree so you can see it in your mind. And that is a 300 foot tall pine tree. That's a concrete description. You can see that. So for example, if you have a large fireplace, Instead of saying large fireplace, you could say floor to ceiling stone fireplace with inviting hearth. Everybody has an amazing pool. Maybe your amazing pool has a locked gate. What does that say to parents? You know, if you actually call attention to the fact that your pool has a locked gate, or maybe you can say custom designed pool with an adjoining hot tub and romantic lighting that speaks to a completely different target market. How about a beachfront resort pool? with a nearby tiki bar, heated pool with stunning mountain views. I see this a lot of time. We have a pool. We have a great pool. We have an amazing pool. We have a beautiful pool. No, describe that pool. Again, use Google, use ChatGPT, and and play with those words and phrases. Now, again, you don't want to call out every amenity, but definitely the ones that really appeal to your target market. Now think of your USP. Your USP is what makes you different. It's your unique selling proposition. So think about how your guests have considered you different, said you were different. Think about the reason people come back to your property. What are those reasons? Why do they love you? Why do they love your place? And be sure and add those words to your list of keywords. Then think about the Airbnb categories that you might want to show up in if you're on Airbnb. You know, there's a ton of categories that you can show up in and you may be upset that you're not showing up in those categories. But Airbnb wants you to have words in your listing and in your reviews that can speak to the experience for that category. Think about the category you might want to be listed in and think about some words that you could use that really speak to that category. So, for example, if you wanted to be in the elevated design category, I forgot what they call that, but You can use words like mid-century modern sofa or custom designed kitchen, coastal beach decor. All of those words, as you're using those, the the Airbnb bots pick up on those. And even if you're not on Airbnb, these are great words to also include in your listing description just because, you know, they're words people are looking for. If people are looking for a property that has an elevated design or a chef's kitchen, if Airbnb has done their research and seen that people are looking for those things, then people are looking for those things on Google as well when they do a Google search. And maybe your listing on your website could speak to that Google search eventually and show up in that Google search. Now, you should have a list of a bunch of words. You should have a big brainstorm list of words. I just want you to keep that list to the side as you go through the next step in the exercise, which is to close your eyes and think about your guest experience for your specific guest avatar as they walk through the door or drive up the driveway 
or or whatever it is? What gets them excited? What are they seeing when they first arrive, when they first walk in? Is it the mountain view on the way to the condo or is it the tree-lined driveway? Think about as they walk through the door, what are they first doing when they walk in? Do they run to the back balcony to look at the mountain view or do the kids run to the loft upstairs to see the pool table and the game console? Think about it. And if you want to, when you're doing this, use an app on your phone to just record yourself. If you use Google Docs, you can transcribe it automatically through Google Docs. I think on the voice apps on your phone, on at least on an iPhone, I think it can will transcribe it and then you can print it and send it to yourself. So do that. And then you can just brainstorm this huge thing and have a lot to come back to. But I want you to continue thinking about that experience. How do they feel when they see the the welcome basket that you left? Or are they in awe of the beautiful artwork? If you have kind of a home-based type property, maybe they're just running to their bedrooms to put up their luggage so they can head out head outside to the beach or whatever it is nearby that they are going to be experiencing. Another thing that I see a lot that people who have these, what I call home-based properties, which a home-based property is, instead of having a big full-on experience there at the property, this is a place where it's a resting stop. You know, they're cozy and they're comfy. But a lot of people don't really even talk about it at all, the space. They talk about, you know, hey, we've got a condo, but they don't really dive into what makes the condo special because everybody in the condo complex or the Broken Bow cabin, they all have the same experience nearby. So you have to think of how your experience in the property can be different and better. Why would they come back? And that could be that you have bamboo sheets. Maybe it's that you have the Keurig coffee pods. You need to figure out what it is that you do better and then bring attention to that. Is it the comfy furniture? Do you have a great guest book full of activities? Think about what you have that can differentiate yourself in your listing description and don't skip over those things. They're really crucial for people when they're reading to understand that you are different in some way. My husband and I stayed at a place one time that was like a fishing shack that was old and but it was inexpensive and it was pet friendly and it was secluded and it was comfortable and it had a a great hammock in the backyard. It was a great place. There were other nicer fishing cabins nearby. We wanted to fish. That was We were on the swamp in Louisiana. That was why we came there. She also had homemade biscuits left in the refrigerator with, um, with boudin sausage. She made it an experience, even though it was just the same kind of little fishing cabin that so many other people on this same swamp had because it was a fishing area. So she made it an experience just by some of those details that she added. There was so many great things about that property that she put in her listing description, which was why we booked. Okay, now that you have all of these notes, you have your description and your walkthrough and all the reasons people want to stay, the hardest part is putting this together. So I have a little particular format that I use right now as you're filling out the details in this format. Don't worry about adding keywords. What I want you to do is use your first three to four sentences 
and write an introduction that describes the highlight of the experience. Again, thinking about your guest avatar, maybe thinking about your unique selling proposition, that those differentiators, three to four or five sentences at the most. Then I want you to write another one to three paragraphs, continuing that experience from the guest perspective. Think about how do they experience the property in the morning? How do they experience the property in the afternoon, in the evening? How can you tell a story of their day inside the property? Then you want to have a section talking about the nearby attractions. So you want to include, you know, what it what is nearby, what can they do? And be sure, once again, I keep harping on this, but think about your target market and your target audience. If your target market is family friendly or don't mention the restaurants that aren't family friendly, you really want to call attention to the things that are exceptional and exciting, but you don't want you don't want it to be a long, long list, which I, I do see that a lot. That's what your guest book is for. Just include like one paragraph of what they can explore nearby. Now that you have written all of this out, you need to, to add is a section at the very end that summarizes why you're different, why they should stay with you. So I like to have people do this because when I'm writing listing descriptions for somebody, I have the my client write this for me. My guests love me, my company, and this property because. Now I want you to write that out and then I want you to make it a little bit more concise and just list three or four things. And do not be shy about telling the people reading your description why your guests love you and why they return or share your property with their friends. Don't assume that they're reading your reviews. Yes, they might be, but they may not be reading the best reviews. They may just be skimming the reviews. So tell them, this is why people love us. Now that you have all of this information, I want you to go in and add your keywords where they could fit naturally. So when you are speaking about their evening after they come in from a busy day and they're, you know, relaxing in the hot tub, that's where you can add the hot tub with the scenic view overlooking the mountains. That's where you start adding in those those descriptions. You don't want it to sound stuffed. You don't want it to sound crazy. You still want it to be easy to read, but you do want them to you want to add those in where you can. Read over it a couple of times. Run it through a grammar checker. There's there's several different ones. If you're using ChatGPT, you can actually ask ChatGPT to analyze it. Just say, can you analyze this and write it better? You can also ask it to check for grammar, spelling, and punctuation. I, I do that with a lot of my writing now. It's great at that. So really quick, I want to go through a list of do's and don'ts just so you'll have this. Don't use the same description on your Airbnb and VRBO listing as you do on your website. That's a completely different audience. You don't want it to be the same because, because of search engine optimization reasons. You just don't want the same, the same exact description on multiple different websites. So you don't even want Airbnb and VRBO to have the exact same description. Do not give a room by room layout of, you know, here's where the bedroom is. And then there's a balcony off of this bedroom. You can do that in a video. You can do that in a walkthrough. You can do that in the captions. Airbnb has an opportunity to, to have the layout photos. You can do that on your website. Don't list every single amenity in your listing description. There's a whole separate section for amenities where you can list those out in bullet points. In the main description, you just want to highlight the amenities that really speak to your audience and, and create that experience. 
Never start your listing. I see this so often and it drives me crazy. Never start your listing with a list of no-nos, no pets, no parties, no smoking, nobody under 30, whatever it is. You have to be positive. You have to be welcoming. And you're not being welcoming when you immediately start with the no. And I get that you want to make sure that people understand that there are rules that they have to follow, but you can do that at the end. You can do that specifically in the rules section. You can do that specifically in your lease agreement. You can even call attention to it in your first communication with them. When they book, you can say, just a reminder of our rules, we don't allow pets or smoking. When you do add those rules to your listing description, if there's something you specifically want to call out, I know a lot of people now are asking to bring their pets. I ask to bring my dog Jolene everywhere I go with me almost, but you can say it in a more positive way. So instead of saying no pets allowed, no exceptions, you can say for the enjoyment of all our guests and neighbors, we do not allow pets for any reason. That's very clear, but also nice, right? It's nice. Another do that you want to include is be sure that you include your brand values and your brand promise if you have that. So by brand values, I mean, if you are environmentally friendly, then you want to be sure and include that because your guests, especially environmentally sensitive and conservation-minded, people really want to see that. They want to know that you're using those cleaning products. They want to know that portion of your proceeds go to the local beach cleanup or the animal rescue fund, especially if your target market is in is at all in the 30s, 30s to 40-year-olds, they really want to see that you have brand values, that you're standing for something. If you have a brand promise, then add that. Maybe you promise that your properties are going to be clean and safe. Another do is do use shorter sentences and lots of spaces between paragraphs. You don't want just long, long, long paragraphs, especially on your website. You want to use two to three sentences. It's really hard for people to read on websites and they want to scan. On your website, you can use bolded words and bullet points to to call attention to specific headlines, etc. You want to be engaging, but you want to be concise. So yes, you're going to add all these keywords and everything, but you're going to remember you're not adding hundreds of keywords. You want it to be just enough so that they want to continue looking at photos. They want to continue asking questions and reading reviews. You want it to be enough that they understand what great experience they're going to have, what great property this is, reading that story, getting that feeling of excitement about this property. But you don't want so much that they get bored or they move on. And you also need to remember, people are not going to read this verbatim. It's another big mistake I see all the time is people think, well, you know, I was in my listing description. Why didn't they read it? Well, people are busy. They don't have time to read an entire listing description with every amenity when they could reach out to you, you're the welcoming host, and find out, hey, I forgot what kind of coffee pot. Recently, my husband and I booked a property with my parents on the beach. And on the way down there, we were going to stop and get groceries. And I had forgotten what kind of coffee pot they had, if they had a Keurig or whatever. So I sent her, the lady, a text message, the hostess, you know, asking what kind of coffee pot she had. And she said, it's in our listing description on Airbnb. That was her answer. It was in her listing description on Airbnb. Okay, so now that you have this list of do's, this list of don'ts, this really super long explanation, and don't worry, this is also going to be in the show notes with a little download you can have for sure, but I want you to practice this. So your action item for today and all of my episodes, I hope, will end in an action item. 
Your action item for today is super easy. I just want you to brainstorm the list of keywords, up to 30 keywords that you can add to your listing description to make it better. And then tomorrow, maybe you do that experience walkthrough. So don't overwhelm yourself and try to do it all at once. It's really best to kind of sit down and play with this before you write it. If you have Chat GPT or Word Hero or Jasper or any of the AI technology tools, they can really help you with this. So give that a try. Be sure and use Grammar, Spelling, and Punctuation Editor. There's some good ones. I can't remember the name of the one I use all the time. Grammarly. Grammarly is what I use. So be sure and use that. They have a free version. There's another tool called Hemingway that you can use that can help you write more concisely. So hope you do this. Try it out and let me know if you, you know, if you found this exercise fun or if you were able to make a difference in your listing description, then yay. That's exactly what I want. So this has been episode one of the Savvy Host podcast, and I am so thankful to you for listening today, and I hope that this helped.